Say bishop. Bishop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I wasn't really ready for that one. For the clap. No, for the bishop. Welcome to Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. Think Tokyo's expensive? Well, think again. All the best tips for visiting and living in Tokyo on a pittance. Cheap sushi, cheap sausages, cheap dates, cheap dogs, cheap hotels, cheap holidays, cheap sumo, cheap salads, cheap bikes, cheap booties, cheap chicken. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and cheapos, to uh, episode 11, we think, of the Tokyo Cheapo podcast. Um, if you've been listening to the whole series, well done for making it so far. You get the cheapo prize of another podcast in your ears. Yay. Anyway, I'm Chris Kirkland. Joining me today is Greg Lane. How's it going, Greg? Good afternoon. Uh, good. Good, good. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. And um, as per my uh, cheapo tip, I've uh, <laughs> relocated to um, my parents' house. That's so, a uh, this tip. Is I'm actually in Scotland, and oh, okay. uh, so I'm I'm not paying any rent for the. Uh, well, actually, I am because I still have an apartment. So, uh, bad cheapo tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are you, sir? What's your news? Ah, uh, nothing much. There's um a a new big camera that's opened up, uh, like reasonably nearby in uh, Akasaka Mitsuke. So um. It's uh, absolutely massive, so that's that's kind of like my uh, cheapo Achilles heel. So, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna—I I get the feeling I'm gonna waste a lot of money there. That gave rise to the um, uh, another beer posting on Facebook. Uh, I, did, I believe. Yeah, they have a like a quite handy um, like uh, craft beer corner. It's not—it's not that cheap. I mean, they—they they do have um, you know the regular beers for quite low prices too, but uh, they have a good range of. Uh, of craft beers and um, they're, they're quite a bit cheaper than uh, I've seen elsewhere. Okay, so well, this week we have our regular sections, the Cheapo Calendar, Cheapo Eat, and today our uh, featured topic is um, Cheapo Apps and Technology. So how you can use your um, newfangled contraptions and technology to save you money in Tokyo. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's jump straight into some feedback. And um, we've figured out a little tool to find all our iTunes reviews. And um, uh, what did we dig up, Greg? Oh, okay, we, uh, I, I'm not sure if we should read out a review that doesn't give us five stars. But, uh, <laughs> it's his room, I for, think, room right. for improvement. I, I mean, I can't argue with the uh, the title, but, you know. So room for improvement. It's from our friend, the, the Swedish Otaku. So, um, yeah. Uh, would you want to read the, the review? Well, what I will say is, uh, the review was submitted on the 11th of December, 2012. Oh, okay. It was so, just um, after we started. That was, that was just after we started. Right, so right. I hope Mr. Swedish Otaku does feel that we have improved and, um, uh, we might merit a, a higher review than three stars in the future. Yeah. I think he, he still does have an issue with the length of it. So, uh, I'm not sure if we can keep them happy there. Well, we're doing our best. And and um, I'd just like to, um, it actually, uh, I'll just read the last part of it. It says, uh, Also, it's nice to hear the uh, British English being spoken, and it, uh, it's the English I prefer. Um, yes, marvellous. <laughs> I'd just like to say I don't speak um, British English. <laughs> I think that's a, um, a compliment for me, Greg, not for okay, you. Okay, good, good. I'd, yeah, I'd take that very personally and be offended if I were you. 
anyway, from um, uh, three star reviews to um, uh, point three in our podcast, which is the cheaper calendar. I don't have any specific events coming up, but I, uh, just in terms of the season, it's um, we're about to start rainy season in Japan, so there's various kind of seasonal activities that go with the you know the change in, in seasons. So. Um, coming up in June, we have a couple of big things. One is the, uh, the fireflies. So if you, if you head out to the, uh, the west of Tokyo or, or perhaps the Chiba or Kanagawa, you can, um, you can go to these, uh, like firefly festivals. They, they only actually live in re- reasonably clean water. So if the, the water's a little bit polluted, they, they, they can't survive. So. That probably explains why there's not many fireflies in, in central Tokyo. Uh, rainy season kind of goes together with uh, the Ajisai flower, which the English name has slipped my mind. Uh, I'm not really good okay. on flowers. Sorry, too cheap to buy flowers for my right. girlfriend. Okay, so I mean, they, those are the, the two big kind of seasonal events at this time. So we'll, I think we'll have something on the site pretty soon about uh, good places to do both of the, those activities. Splendid. So, next up on our Cheapo agenda today is the Cheapo Eats. And I'm going to reluctantly reveal one of my favourite lunchtime destinations. Uh, reluctant because um, it's quite small, and um, after releasing it on this podcast, it's inevitably going to be overrun with Cheapos, and I'll have to queue to get a seat. Anyway, the um, place is its a French restaurant. It's called Lyon. And it's just near the Ikijiri Ohashi station. Um, uh, there's an entry on it on all the various uh, food websites, some of which we'll mention today. Um, and we'll link to it in the notes. But it's um, it's on the top end of Chipo. It's um, 1,000 yen for lunch or 980 yen. But it is really, really good. It's a huge plate of food. Uh, the chefs are excellent. And it's got a really nice um, kind of French interior decor, and um, yeah, it's it's perhaps uh, it's one of the nicest places I've found for a thousand yen lunch. What, what's the name of the station again? It's uh, Ikijiri Ohashi. Okay. So basically, it's just one um, one stop away from Shibuya. You can almost walk oh, there okay. from Shibuya. Oh, okay, it's on the, the Toyoka so line. Get, is it? It's actually the Denen Toshi line. We'll we'll link to the map, but basically you. Get off the uh, east side of the station, and uh, it's, there's a little kind of um, shopping street, and it's just uh, you know 30 meters down there. So yeah, they've got a variety of um, you know French themed dishes. They have their uh, good old um, Japanese hamburg right. with uh, a nice beef gravy. Um, but I always go for the fish lunch. They always have a sauté fish. Uh, there's a special of the day as well, which would be some. French themed chicken or I don't know, piece of animal <laughs> with some vegetables. Probably not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, all the fish, fish is probably. Okay. Um, but 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 the um, bonus is the newly opened Megaro Sky Garden. Uh, we'll we'll write the Japanese in the show notes. Anyway, it's the Megaro Sky Garden is the um, is the way that they write right. it in English. So there's basically this um, motorway intercha- interchange at Ikijiri Ohachi. This huge round um sort of concrete uh spiral thing because you've got these two motorways they're joining at an angle so they need to kind of curve into each other and the clever japanese engineers have built this 
like underground sort of spiral thing where the cars, um, it's joining an overground motorway and then underground okay. motorway. So the cars kind of go down this sort of helter skelter to the underground, um, motorway. And it's, it's huge. It's like, it's a, it sounds of, like a toy I used you know, to have. Like where the, you know, you drop the yeah. car and it kind of goes down the, the ramp. Very okay. much like that. The Japanese engineers obviously had that toy right, as right. well when they were kids. Yeah. So what they've done in a, um, uh, relatively small amount of space, they've managed to join these two motorways. And so the, this gives rise to the sky garden. Why does this give rise to the sky garden? It's because on the roof of this huge round helter skelter thing, there's a lot of, um, uh, space. And so they decided very wisely to create a little park. Uh, I went up there a couple of months ago and it was really nice because it's quite high up. You know, you're equivalent of like the ninth floor or something. Oh, I think I've seen this. I think I've seen photos of this. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's like, um, it's, you know, it's a pretty narrow park. Lots of terraces and things. Yeah. It's like a terraced park with uh, a little bit of grass, um, and a lot of flowers. Right. How do you describe it? It's basically like if you imagine it's a ring rather than like a, the whole surface of the circle. It's just like the okay. ring. And so you, it's like maybe 10 meters wide mm -hmm. or something or 20 meters wide. Right. Sounds interesting. And, um, but it's, it's really nice. Yeah. It's one of Megaro's, um, little right, secrets. Right. Not anymore. Well, obviously not very secret now. Okay. There we go. A, a rather long cheapo eat this week. Shall we proceed into the okay, main feature? So the main feature today is cheapo apps and websites that you can use to, uh, like, uh, I guess, guess you can use for your, your cheapo life in Tokyo. So, um, I guess we've got a, a range of, uh, apps. In no particular order, we have organized our, uh, cheapo apps, tips, and websites. Shall we just rush through them? And might be the best way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, first one on our list is Line, a little messaging tool, uh, some, People refer to it as a social networking tool, but essentially it's a free way of sending messages and uh, pictures and stickers. Basically, everybody in Japan has it installed on their yeah, phone. It's actually quite handy. If, if you're visiting Japan and you have Japanese friends, you can be sure that they're online. So it's worth uh, installing maybe before you leave. I, I think you can get it pretty much anywhere. The trick is... Um, you'll need to make sure, you'll need to validate a text message. So if you're like doing the cheapo data only plan, um, if you're visiting Japan, then, uh, as Greg says, you will, you should install this on your, uh, phone with your, uh, your phone number from wherever you're living rather than, uh, waiting till you get to Japan because you won't be able to validate it. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So yes. Okay. Little, so, so next on the list we have, uh, Skype, uh, and Viber. Uh, kind of similar tools to Line. I mean, Line's more of a, to me, Line's more of a messaging app, even though it does have a voice component to it. But, uh, I guess Skype and Viber are very much, uh, voice over IP, uh, apps. So, I mean, I mean, we don't have to do an intro to Skype. Actually, one thing I will say about Skype is, uh, a couple of years ago when there was the big, uh, earthquake in, in Japan, all the phone lines stopped working, but, uh, mobile data was still working and, and so was Skype. So it was interesting that, uh, you know, everyone could call out on Skype and, and message with that, but they couldn't actually use their phones for, yeah. for calling. I had the same thing. I was I was actually in uh, the UK at the time, and uh, I was the first person my girlfriend spoke to because, you know, have no phone would work, but I just pinged her on Skype. Well, now that Microsoft have bought it, I'm not <laughs> sure how reliable it is. 
I mean, probably Google Google Voice is probably another one. I mean, I don't know what they call it now. It seems, it seems to change its uh, name every uh, few weeks. Anyway, so Skype, Vi- Viber, and perhaps one of the Google apps are great ways of making Yeah, more, more for people outside Japan, I think, actually. My, my, that's, that's my feeling anyway. Uh, should we move on to uh, like transport apps, ones to help you uh, get around? Indeed. The first one that I was introduced to when I arrived and still appears to be king now is the Jorodan app, a clever little app that figures out the fastest and most efficient way to navigate across the labyrinth of the Tokyo Metro and indeed further afield. Uh, Greg, do you know if they have an English version of their app? Um, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think there is. There's definitely, yeah, no, I think there's an English version of it. I have to check that. They definitely have an English um, website, which you can easily use from a mobile phone. Yeah. Uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. So, um, uh, but they, you know, they do an app, obviously, but I've only got it in Japanese on my phone, so I'm not sure if they do a uh, English version one. If you um, don't speak any Japanese, uh, one I can recommend is uh, just good old Google Maps. Uh, and the, the advantage with that is it'll actually, um, it, it incorporates not only the public transport, but it'll give you walking instructions too. It'll say, you know, for example, walk to this bus stop, take this bus, um, you know, catch this train and then get off and walk in this direction kind of thing, which is quite, quite handy if you're completely, um, you know, clueless about where you're going. Yeah, it's, um, it's getting better and better. Certainly, certainly. The only thing I'd, I would say about And Google of course, Maps you can't survive in. Um, it does send me on a slightly longer, I mean, I, mean, I, I know a slightly quicker way, just occasionally. So, um, you know, I guess the algorithm isn't perfect. It ha- it's not, uh, technology hasn't yet overtaken the power of our cheapo brains. <laughs> yeah. It's getting close though. It is getting close. Yeah. Well, it was one more from our friend, uh, good old friend, the Swedish otaku. He recommended, uh, trains.jp, which is, uh, an, an English app. Actually, this this is a great tip because the good thing about Trains.jp is that it's an offline app. So if you're um, if you're traveling without a data plan, you can uh, download this before you leave, and you can you can you know you can search for train uh, routes without having a Wi-Fi connection or, or any kind of uh, internet connection. That's a, a an iOS application. I'm not sure if it's available on Android. Indeed. So from transport to a great reason for transporting your body, um, food. Yes. I'm sure you're aware the Japanese are obsessed with food and there is therefore no shortage of uh, review and discount sites. There's actually three I should mention. Tabilog, there's Hot Pepper and Gurunabi. These are three sites which do uh, uh, extensive, comprehensive restaurant reviews uh, with user comments and ratings. Uh, How does that help us cheapos who maybe aren't so hot on Japanese. Well, I guess one is um, all of them, you can figure out how many star ratings a place has got. And I'm uh, hoping most people can read enough uh, katakana to figure out if it says French or Italian. But uh, one of these sites does have a uh, English section, which is Gurunavi. Yep. And if you go to uh, the Gurunavi website, you'll find the English navigation is buried somewhere down there on the left-hand side in one of the sidebars. It's quite ho- comprehensive, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's The English section isn't so comprehensive. But, um, you know, the saving grace is it seems like they're focused more on translating the Japanese establishments. So um, uh, 
the you know the, the kind of foreign foods, the French, Italian, Mexican, whatever. There's less of those listings in the English section of Gurunavi and more of the traditional Japanese style listings, which is perhaps um, the best order to translate in. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll link to gurunavi.com, Hot Pepper, and Tabulog. Also, um, the big, big cheapo benefit, though, is um, many of these sites have coupons, which means you can download a uh, something onto your phone, show it at the staff and they'll give you some sort of discount off your bill. Again, slight downside is uh, I was unable to find any English language uh, section for these sites for their coupons. Um, at the very least, if you know the name of the place you want to go, uh, you should be able to find out if there's a coupon or not. Also, if you know the area of where you want to go, you can just do a coupon search. And in fact, if you're professional cheapo like um, myself and Greg, you might actually choose the restaurant based on the criteria of does it have a coupon or not. So it's a great way of uh, choosing somewhere to eat is you just go to the coupon search and pick the place nearest to you. True, one of those um, sites, uh, Hot Pepper, um, I got a fantastic deal uh, late last year. Basically, the, the way it worked is um, you could pay 100 yen and you'll get a 1,000 yen gift voucher. So you, you can order up to 20 of these. So I, I ordered 20, you know, 1,000 yen vouchers for 100 yen each. So I spent, tw uh, you know, 2,000 yen and I got, I got 20,000 back. So, um, the, I basically, I went out to about three or four restaurants and just, um, you know, ordered everything. And it, you know, the whole thing cost me virtually nothing. So that, that's pretty rare though. But you know, if you, if you keep your eye out, you can you occasionally get things like that. Wow, that is a true cheapo tip, turning 200 yen, 2,000 yen into 20,000 yen. Yep, that was awesome. So let me explain the, um, the Hot Pepper app. Um, uh, although it is in Japanese, I reckon um, with a little bit of katakana and maybe just a little bit of uh, good faith, you will get a uh, discount off a tasty meal. So if you download the app, open the app, and you'll have to look for the coupon kara sagasu um, in Japanese, which is in katakana coupon. If you can figure out the katakana for coupon, then you should be good. So you yep. click on the coupon kara sagasu button, which is the coupon search. Um, enter the name of the area that you live in or click on the area where you live in. Again, alas, you'll need to know the Japanese characters for where you live. Uh, but then, then you're through. Then you've got a list of all the coupons in the area you live or where you're going. And um, you can scroll through and uh, you can see what the place looks like because they've got pictures and reviews and whatnot. And then you can select a coupon. However, the problem is the coupon wording is all in Japanese as well. So um, unless you've got reasonable Japanese, you won't know exactly what the offer is. Um, there's a few clues. Um, you will, you'll see some, or you'll see like the thousand yen. You know, that's probably going to be a thousand yen off your bill. Um, one of, uh, often they have like kind of one free drink. Uh, and sometimes they'll have like something for two people. So, um, I don't know, with a few keywords, you might be able to get the gist of what the coupon is. Um, yep. and as I say, as a fallback, you can just go into a restaurant that the coupon is and say, ask them what the coupon's for. <laughs> I mean, even on another level, you could actually go into the restaurant and ask them if they have a coupon on on any of the uh, the sites, and then you could, you know, they they could probably help you find it on your phone. 
Yeah, they pro- probably won't. They'll probably do it a bit, little bit grudgingly, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, they're usually um, they're usually happy to have customers. Yeah, I've I've never had any problems with uh, coupon uh, begrudgery in uh, Tokyo. Some of them, for example, they're, they're not valid on Fridays or whatever. But I mean, you know, it's good. I guess good. You take take your chances. Marvelous. So, shall we move on to the next item on our list, Greg? Sure. Okay. So, um, stuff to do. So activities and things in Tokyo. So a great place to start is, uh, meetup.com. Been to any meetups in, in Tokyo, Chris? Yeah. Um, I've been to a few Tokyo tech, um, type meetups. There's a, a few groups. Um, uh, in fact, we, we met through a Tokyo tech meetup, um, before the days of meetup.com. So yeah, meetup, um, meetup.com definitely makes it a lot, a lot easier, I think. So, uh, I mean, pretty much any interests you, you've got, you know, there's a, there's a Tokyo beer drinkers, uh, meetup. There's a beer garden meetup camera groups where they, they, you know, they walk around taking photos and things and whatever interests you have, there's a, there's a meetup group. And, and most of them are actually, oh, there's a lot of English ones. I mean, obviously meetup.com is an English site. They don't even have a, a Japanese version as far as I know. It, it tends to be more of an international crowd, I guess. The other thing I'd say is it's a great way of actually organizing an event. Um, if there's not an event that you want to do, then why not organize one? Yeah, definitely. It's a uh, nice, easy platform to use. And uh, yeah, it's always good being the organizer of an event because um, uh, it's an easy way to uh, having some sort of feeling of importance. There you go. <laughs> cheap tip. Cheap tip. <laughs> uh, so moving on, uh, buying stuff, the kind of the big famous site in Japan for... Um, well, I guess we're both kind of, we've got a bit of a bias, I guess, don't we? One of our favorite sites is kakaku.com. Kakaku.com is a shopping comparison site. So if, uh, whatever you want to buy in terms of, um, electronics, home electronics, uh, vacuum cleaners, um, microphones, um, anything, you can basically, any, any kind of component, anything you want, you can find it on kakaku.com. Aren't they branching into like travel and stuff like that as well? They, they do. Um, it, it sometimes works slightly different in some of the subcategories. That, that it tends to be more of a listing site rather than a, um, a comparison shopping site. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's got a pretty broad um, catalog of uh, stuff that you can buy. I'm sure I was looking at kettlebells on there. Apart from Kokaku.com, there's a few other um, comparison shopping sites, and none quite the same scale. I mean... Um, I know another one called conecor.net and there's also, um, flights.jp for, for airline tickets and things. The caveat being, of course, that all of these sites are in Japanese. So, ah, uh. Greg, you did a handy article on how to use kakaku.com for I did, the I non-Japanese did. So speakers. You can, you can find that on the website. Do you know the story behind kakaku.com? No, I don't. Well, apparently it started as some guy in Akihabara who just had like a Excel spreadsheet of prices of RAM or something like that, or prices of some mm-hmm. sort of um, product in Akihabara. Uh, it was very popular, and I guess it just um, evolved into a price comparison site and a huge business, which it is now. I think uh, Kakaku.com is actually the the people behind, I think it's either Gurunavi or Tabilog, right? Uh, Tabilog, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, um, I think that's right. They're actually um, probably not many people have heard of them outside Japan, but um, I would hazard a guess they'd be one of the largest um, internet properties in the world, probably. Uh, okay, so any, any other tips? 
from shopping to a different type of shopping, artists and art. Uh, another good source of stuff to do. Um, uh, actually, people, some friends of mine run a site called Tokyo Art Beat, uh, which you may have stumbled across already. It's uh, pretty big um, and really, uh, um, really great site full of um, a whole host of exhibition and art related events uh, across Tokyo. And um, they also publish a um, an art map once a year as well. Um, I think it comes out soon, actually. Can't remember. Haven't got my facts straight, but um, TokyoArtBeat.com. There's uh, it's bilingual yeah, site, they, English they, and they, Japanese. So don't they have some kind of pass where you can um, you can go to like lots of museums and you can get a discount or something? I think that's uh, I think that's on their app. Yeah. Anyway, they have an app and they have a website, and um, both are bilingual. So, um, yep. great little tip for cheap the cultured cheapo from art to language. What is the last thing, Greg? The last thing is, as you mentioned, it's language. Um, so we've got a few. Uh, obviously, you know, all of the stuff we've mentioned so far. The um, something that really helps you to take advantage of it is reading or understanding a bit of Japanese. So. Learning kanji is uh, it's a big deal, but it's not such a big deal if you use the book Remembering the Kanji. Um, that's the uh, I remember trying to learn kanji um, in Japanese lessons, and it was just hopeless. The teacher was a Japanese gentleman, really nice guy, really funny, and he'd give us a sheet of all these incomprehensible squiggles and ask them to learn, this, learn them for next week, and it was just impossible. And so I kind of didn't get very well learning the kanji until I picked up the book Remembering the Kanji. And I just sat there on my own, flipped through this book. Um, and um, it's got a really good method for uh, remembering the characters, and it actually works. And, I think um, I might know that. Yeah, book. in like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's quite well known. Um, there, there are some other books for remembering kanji, but... Um, um, this, the system this one has is it's very effective. Um, and uh, if you haven't already tried using any particular method or system, then remembering the kanji is the one I should recommend. And there's also an accompaniment um, tool um, for you remembering the kanji using this particular method. Um, and it's kanji.kohi.com which we shall link to. It's a nice, it's a free tool. And um, basically, the just to quickly digress, the uh, the method revolves around creating stories um, associated with the component parts of a Japanese character. Okay. And um, it's kind of how the brain works. We, we, we work well with stories rather than just trying to brute force remember a shape. We, we do better kind of creating associations. And the book is all about this method. And... Um, you have to kind of uh, come up with funny little stories um, or use other people's stories, which is what the site is really good for. So, it kind of sounds uh, like homework to me. It's you, we. I'm going to reframe that as a fun activity for an adult learner. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's once you learn to read, you really unlock so much of Japan. I couldn't stress how... Um, I can't underline the importance of learning to read Japanese if you're going to um, spend some time here. So, um, there we go. Remembering Kanji and kanji.kohi.com. Any other tips, Greg? 
Um, there's an app I use quite often uh, on my phone. It's called Imiwa, which is a like a free dictionary app, and it, it uses um, the the Jim Breen dictionary, which is rather famous for um, as an online uh, Japanese dictionary. So uh, yeah, that's that's the free app uh, on iOS. I'm not sure if it's on Android as well. But um, yeah, th- th- check that one out too. And of course, Google Translate. And yeah, as else fails. as um, is there a Google Translate commercial in Japan? Am I remembering this correctly? Where um, uh, some some I pretty seen it. yeah. Anyway, um, you can actually speak into it and uh, or cut and paste characters. So um, yeah, but, um, actually, the speaking the speaking into it is quite a good feature. You can just you know talk talk a normal sentence into it and it'll convert it to text and then convert it to Japanese. And, um, and, and you can, you can press the little, um, speaker button and it'll actually, um, you know, speak the, the Japanese out too. So there. So does okay. that bring us to the end of our cheapo tips? It does indeed. So, uh, just, I guess to, before we finish up, um, there's, we have a kind of a new part of the show. Which is um, kind of an experiment um, I tried a few days ago, which was um, going out somewhere and getting um, like doing, like getting some kind of roving cheapo tips. So I took out my microphone and uh, interviewed a couple of people. So um, and it was quite quite interesting. I mean, I, I was wasn't really um, expecting much, but I got a couple of really good tips. Um, and and that, actually, I also discovered something else. Uh, apparently. Uh, if you say Tokyo cheapo to a Japanese person in a really kind of loud price, uh, sorry, a loud environment, it, um, it sounds a lot like Tokyo chimpo. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know what Tokyo chimpo, or if you don't know what chimpo means, you might want to, uh, check one of those, um, those Japanese apps that we, uh, mentioned just before. <laughs> so. Um, okay, so just we're gonna we'll launch straight into these uh, these kind of roving cheapo tips. So the first one we've got is from Blair. Actually, he's a friend of mine, and he's got a tip about the rugby. So here we go. Tell us a cheapo tip. If you want to watch uh, professional rugby in Japan, become a member of one of the clubs, and they give you a ticket for free. Okay, that's a good tip. Like what kind of games? What kind of games? So the um, top league games. That's, so that's you, a good. Tip. You go, you go to, go to the front gate, and um, say, for example, Suntory's playing. You become a member of the Suntory fan club. They give you a free ticket. How, how much does it cost to become a member of the Suntory fan club? Uh, nothing. That's a very, that's a very good tip. <laughs> okay, cheers. I'm, I'm a member of uh, NTC Communications. Yeah, that's a good rugby thing. And you just go up and you give your card every game. Is there anything else that comes with the membership, like free beer? Or I never got anything. Okay. But you just got to go in. That's good. You get free entry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was uh, that was Blair's tip. So uh, if you're into rugby, yeah, you can uh, you can uh, try that one out. <laughs> Okay, and uh, on to our next tip. So this one is from uh, another friend of mine. It's purely coincidence. I actually tried to interview some other people, but they uh, they ran away. It's it's funny. People actually hide their their face from the mic, which I was quite surprised. <laughs> but uh, so um, 
but it's a, it's a great tip too. So this is from uh, my friend David, and it's uh, it's related to how to um, make telephone calls in Tokyo. So can can you tell us your cheapo tip for saving money in Tokyo? It's a cheapo tip that I don't have a phone. You don't have a phone. I don't have a phone. How do you actually communicate with anyone in Tokyo? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Okay. So so you have some kind of uh, pocket Wi-Fi thing? No. <laughs> because what you can do actually is actually download a SoftBank profile to another phone. I mean, you download a SoftBank uh, profile to another phone. You then have access to all the Wi-Fi, the SoftBank Wi-Fi and mobile point Wi-Fi points and phone Wi-Fi wi points all around Tokyo. That, that is an awesome tip. How, how do you download it to your phone? You go to a page on uh, SoftBank. Actually, I really need to send you this link and it's explained. It's actually a, it's a process. You've you got to be on your phone. You've got to put somebody else's chip in your phone. And you go through these pages and it says download your profile, download profile again. And then you get a SoftBank profile. And then you have complete access to all SoftBank, phone and mobile, mobile point, Wi-Fi points. I, I think we have a winner. And on top of that, I get just for just for double checking. There's Y2, which gives you access to all Y2 Wi-Fi points around Japan for 300 yen a month. So, what do you use for a number? Skype. Okay, awesome. That is a that is a really really good tip. So 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 your phone bill each month is how much? Is uh, well. The the Skype number is like seventy is like seven thousand yen a year, and then I spend three hundred yen a month on one little Wi-Fi thing, and then just occasional calls via Skype. So per uh, month, it, it's probably about a thousand yen. Wow. And you and you get like that's including data, obviously, right? At all data is unlimited data. Oh, that's that's really good. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> okay, so that was David's tip about uh, cell phones. So I, I think you did something similar, didn't you, Chris, with uh, um, some kind of user agent on your your phone? Ah, you put it on his phone. Yeah. Ah, so that is slightly different. Like uh, yeah. I used it to make my computer appear to be a SoftBank phone and he used it to make his yep. phone appear to be a SoftBank phone. Yep. Yeah. Good tip. Okay, so that's it for us today. So uh, just to close off, uh, as usual, you can find us on the social network of your choice. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, or Google+. And um, if you want to go to the mothership, we're at tokyocheapo.com. So thanks for listening and... See you hopefully soon. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Another amazing podcast magic production.